A number of episodes ago, I talked to you guys about Reiki and the profound experience that I had working with my personal healer, spiritual guide, whatever you want to call her. Her name is Uta, and she is coming on the podcast today, and this episode is going to rock your lives, you guys. We talk about my personal experience with her, her personal experience, and the trauma that led her into moving into energy and healing work, and we're giving you guys some very simple but profound tips and tricks that you can use in your life to make your lives easier and to get more grounded and connected. We're talking about pain bodies and energy and how suppressing our emotions literally can manifest into physical and emotional pain and how you can move out of that. So I hope you guys love this episode. Here's Uta. Hey, it's Alexis Haynes, and this is my podcast, Recovering From Reality. Hi, Uta. So excited to have you here. I'm Um, so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for coming. How would you describe yourself? I would say I am an energy worker. Mm -hmm. Many people call me a healer. But I know that the healing really is not up to me, but the other person. And I'm a Reiki master and a spiritual mentor. Here's how I knew that Uta was the real deal. I called her up. <laughs> I, I literally, I was in like the most, I was in the depths of my despair, like suicidally depressed. And mm. I literally was trying everything to, to, I just felt like I was jumping out of my skin. Yeah. And I yelped. Reiki near me and Uta coaches came up and she had a lot of good reviews. So I thought, oh, I'll just give her a call and give this a try. And um, here's how I knew you were the real deal. You go, okay, well, this is how it works. And I'll see you like six times. And then that's, that's it. Where so many people in this field Mm -hmm. make you dependent on them to feel better and your work is all about how everything you already need is there yes it's about Mm self-empowerment and that's what i teach that's what i live and i think that's the only thing that really works and is sustainable yeah i agree yes especially since working with you i really my life has changed in profound ways um how did you get into healing this was really my own depression that I battled for years, me having my own personal trauma. I was carjacked at gunpoint when my daughter was just six months old. And that was such a trauma I couldn't shake off. And the PTSD from it really let me not relax or chill or I was paranoid going anywhere. And so I started looking for something to help me. And I signed up for a past life regression class. And I was in 1992. Mm. And so, needless to say, my daughter, got I got her out of the car. Nobody was hurt, so everything was fine, but the shock was still with me. So in this past-like regression group, I was over and over and over seeing myself being a healer. And so the person who led the workshop said to me, 
I'm getting a very strong message from my spirit team that you need to speak to the Reiki master who's teaching out of here. So I looked her up, looked when she had her next free workshop, and I got introduced to the energy, and I'm like, I need to have this to help me cope with my stress, with my mm. everyday problems, trying to raise a healthy child. I was married to an alcoholic, and so I had a lot of trauma to overcome, um, abandon, emotional abandonment issue for my father because he really didn't want me. He was physically there, but emotionally not available. So no surprise that I married somebody who's <laughs> yeah. emotionally available, yeah. right? It's fascinating to see how the universe is really supporting us mm. to really get to the core of what we came here to work out on a soul level. I always say there's no mistakes. The family you're born into, the experiences you have, yes. there are no mistakes. And I was just talking to a friend this morning and I said to her, the universe, God, spirit, energy, love, whatever you want to call it, will constantly present things mm -hmm. in your life mm -hmm. that are often really painful and quite traumatic until you deal with the core issue. And so you talked about how there's no mistake that you had an absent father and you mm -hmm. then jumped into a marriage with an right. absent husband. That's all I knew. It's because, yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lesson there. Yes. You know, there's something that needs to be worked out. And, and some people would say, well, sure, I mean, that's all you ever knew. But on a spiritual level, I believe that our souls are trying to evolve. And so we attract these people mm -hmm. in our lives and we have two options. You know, we either grow or mm -hmm. we go, you know, mm -hmm. it's like yes. that those are the options. Yes. So, so you started doing this work and did you stay in your relationship? Like how did that? Yeah, transpire? I still stayed in it for a long time because I knew that it's my issue I need to work out mm -hmm. and it's not going away by just quickly divorcing the one that I have the biggest issue with. And really... I, for many, many, many years, I was looking for a rescue, for a solution on the outside. Mm. And I think a lot of people are, they can relate, right? We are looking for that one thing that makes our life better or that one relationship or that next level success or that next whatever it is. And a lot of it is tied into relationships. Like if that person is with me, then I'm going to feel better and I'm whole. But I really understood and learned over my own years of seeking and searching and healing and working on myself that it's never about the other person. Hence our huge divorce rates in this country. Yeah, and, and, and I wound up world. divorcing my yeah. husband too, but from a totally different, different place. place. Just yes. because like I have grown enough to no longer mm. stay in this dynamic. And I'm not looking to replace you. I just don't want to be in this anymore. Yes. That you felt so whole as a, yes. as a being yourself now that you're like, it's time for me to separate from this. And you do so with love mm -hmm. and just, you know, wishing peace. Yes, and the relationship has actually come to a totally different level of healing mm. because we stopped living out that dynamic, that power struggle that you are wrong and I am right and I am right and you are wrong and don't tell me how to live my life. And it's mm. like that power struggle that's like exhausting. Yeah, And to just really honor and accept 
everybody on their journey and where they are at and really keep my nose in my business being here to figure out the full potential of me and my soul like how can I be allowing all of me to be here every day in the most present way yeah showing up for yourself yes it's no easy task either because we grow up in a society that's on such like automatic pilot all mm -hmm. the time, mm -hmm. never present, always, you know, and I talked about this in a previous episode briefly, but operating from like a perspective and a lack mentality, yes. there's never enough, Yes, which is why since the beginning of civilization, there's been so much carnage and pain and trauma because people don't realize that there's more than enough. Right, right. You know, and that spiritual truth is really hard to get to. Yeah, you have to carve out some one-on-one -on -one time with yourself. Mm -hmm. And when we are ready to make our number one most important relationship, the one with our soul, with our higher self, with source, however you want to call it or name it, make it more important than everybody else, then we are really ready to make the shift. Yeah. And then the true integration can happen. I think the year-long, endless journey of healing, healing, healing is so exhausting. So many people have done it. I have done it, right? Mm -hmm. And to make that shift in consciousness to the level of on my soul level, I am already whole and healthy and complete and I'm not lacking anything. Mm -hmm. It's my personality, my ego that has all these limitations, filters, and issues. So how can I blend that? How can I close that gap? And then rather integrating a pain pattern than thinking I have to endless heal it, heal it, heal it, heal it, which sounds like absolutely exhausting. Yes. That's why the sessions that I offer, mm -hmm. and they do vary, but they are usually anywhere around five to seven or eight for most people. I get a download from my spirit team or their higher self or your higher self that really seems to be spot on that this is what the key patterns are, the key pain patterns that were imprinted early on and that we keep just repeating and running in the background mm -hmm. until we become conscious and we are ready to integrate them. Yeah. And once the biggest shifts have happened, it doesn't mean that life becomes perfect, but then we have some tools and um, the biggest resistance is gone. Yeah. The biggest pain is like soothed. Getting on the sober path, the spiritual path, any of mm -hmm. these paths towards enlightenment are often more painful, especially in the beginning, especially in the first however yes. many years, because you're waking up mm -hmm. to the reality of what has taken place for so long. And that's a bit of a painful yes. journey. And then you come to a place of, of eventual peace. And that doesn't mean that life is easy breezy, that mm -hmm. we don't have human emotions and human experiences. We really, really do. Right. Um but I wouldn't trade it for the alternative of mm -hmm. living in uncon an unconscious existence. The harder path is the softer path. It's the one of love and acceptance and of growth right. and and of um, of of healing. And it's it's not it's not easy. No, it isn't. 
And most people have a tremendous amount of suffering and that's necessary mm -hmm. to apply the pressure to keep looking yeah. for improvement, expansion, relief, yes. for change. But in this world, so many people instead, and I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, I'm just saying it's something to look at, instead seek either negative coping mechanisms like drugs and alcohol, pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. or x y and z gambling sex whatever it might be right instead of going inwards and at looking at our pain and so that kind of leads me to where um wanting to jump into like w where i was at when i came to mm -hmm. see you so i'm eight years sober i've worked the 12 steps i've done so much therapy it's unbelievable i've i've spent probably hundreds of hours at this point wow. with working with a therapist i've seen different health practitioners and i've i've just done everything that i possibly can i've tried antidepressants i've tried everything mm -hmm. and um i was at a point where my suffering was so great that I just didn't think I could live here anymore. I can relate. And I've had periods of that before in my life. And I think when people talk about that, it sounds really scary. It is scary. Mm -hmm. it, it, those moments are scary um, for sure. But it's the, it's, that, it's the pushing through the cocoon, right? Mm -hmm. So, and we can create a thicker and thicker shell if the longer that we don't have a spiritual practice in the longer that we are disconnected. Right. And so that shell builds up over time. And but um, have you noticed that it's harder and harder to keep things suppressed? Yeah. Oh, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Can't do and it anymore. I think this applies to everybody. Everybody's mm -hmm. stuff comes up and it's in our face because mm -hmm. there's so much light coming onto the planet mm -hmm. to assist all of humanity. Yes to really rise into the frequency of love and mm -hmm. compassion and really unconditional love. Yes. It's easy to focus on the negative. And I often have to remind myself because I do talk a lot about social justice and politics and what's mm -hmm. going on in the world because I think it's important to be informed. Mm -hmm. But you can't have that conversation without also talking about spiritual principles and 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 if you think that the lack of spiritual principles does not directly correlate to the amount of chaos and trauma that we're dealing with i'm sorry you're mistaken like yeah. the truth is that we've gotten to this point from always feeling like we're lacking mm -hmm. from experiencing lack mm -hmm. because of oppression mm -hmm. right and because we lack the fundamentals of like what brings you like a, a rich spiritual life, like connection and love and community and um, and a deep, profound like love for our own selves. Mm -hmm. And what we've been told instead is that we have to work hard and look better and be this and do that. And we've completely lost track our of connection. our connection. Yes. Yeah. And to add to what you are saying, we are learning from little on how to suppress our emotions mm -hmm. because nobody tells us how to actually 
process, process them in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so we are afraid of our negative emotions. Yes. And so the solution to shift the energy lies in meeting these emotions that we're actually afraid of with love and not with fear and knowing we have a choice because no matter what we want to change in our life we want to change it because we think we will feel better Mm -hmm. when we have that problem solved this person in our life or that one no longer in our life or the better job or more money or it doesn't matter what and so when we understand that we can on our own resolve an unresolved inner conflict that we have been carrying around when we were triggered, when we understand we can on our own learn to feel better and shift that, we start becoming yeah. free. And shift then that we make, without having to change the outside circumstance. Right, right. Yeah. Because all you need to do is like, I want to feel as good as I can, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I need to first have everybody else who might be a rascal in my life first straighten (laughs) out, I have a long time to wait. And I know another rascal will come in its place. So I need to learn (laughs) to drop my judgment and my pushing against. The biggest thing is that we have difficulty accepting what is. Yeah. We want it always to be better or different. And that creates a suffering. Yeah. So I have had periods on and off in my sobriety where I've really been connected. And then Mm -hmm. I disconnect because everything's going well again. And Mm -hmm. then I spiral. So there was a number of things that led up to this kind of catastrophic moment in my life, which just took place a couple months ago. And, um, you know, it was uh, like... Evan's struggles in the business and the Mm -hmm. fires burning down much of our houses. My grandpa committed suicide, which brought up, I didn't even talk to this grandpa very often, but it just brought up so much shame and pain and just unlovable. He didn't want me, blah, 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 all the stuff. Right. And, um, and then launching a business and all of it, and all of it kind of came to a head and Evan and I, got in a fight and we never fight. So this was like very rare for me. But what happened was I lost control, Mm -hmm. like lost my mind. I literally felt like I was losing my mind. I was like, I can't get grounded. I don't know what's going on, blah, 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 blah. Um, And a month or so went by and I still did not feel normal. Like it was like I snapped Mm -hmm. and what I realized in my first session with you, so I, like I said, I literally yelped Reiki master and I went and sobbed <laughs> for the first time. And in our first session, she just did a Reiki session and she goes, I just don't think we should process anything today. Come back in a week and we'll do our first session. And in that first session, that out of control thing popped up again. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, you know, I just started kind of dumping in conversation like all of what i thought was wrong today's episode was brought to you by osea malibu you guys know that i love osea it's not just because their products are supernatural and clean and have no harsh ingredients in them but it's because when i use their products i literally feel like i'm in a spa I kid you not. They smell so good. I just love their white algae mask and their oil control 
blemish lotion. It absolutely has changed the way that my skin looks. And I also use that, um, the oil control blemish lotion underneath my makeup and it just keeps my complexion looking so good throughout the day. My makeup always stays perfect and I just love it. I'm so grateful for them sponsoring the Recovering From Reality podcast. I love the whole team over there and you guys can now go to Venice and get facials um, at OCM Malibu. They opened a cute little spa there where you can go and have your skin evaluated and they will talk to you about all of your skincare needs. So check them out um, at OCM Malibu. Thanks guys. And what I realized is that that um we were we do you do mm-hmm. a lot of emotional freedom technique tapping yes. and so we're tapping and what why don't you explain what emotional freedom technique does because i'm sure you're better at explaining it than yeah. i am and it's really um very very simple and easy and i love simple and easy mm-hmm. because we already have way too overcomplicated lives um, and everybody or anybody can look it up on youtube or look up info about it um somebody and i don't know actually i'm terrible with names who discovered that in i think in the 1980s a psychiatrist or psychologist who worked with war veterans who had ptsd and nothing absolutely nothing helped these people except the emotional freedom technique which also often is referred to as tapping and these are meridian points Everybody who has ever heard of acupuncture, acupressure, or Chinese medicine and has heard of these energetic pathways that run Mm -hmm. through the body, they have these points. And once you gently tap on them, while you make certain statements, you're actually releasing energy that was stuck, held back in the body. And it's really, um, I I have other tools. It's, I call it a beautiful tool in my spiritual toolbox. One really big one is Reiki, there's meditation, there is being conscious breathing, tapping is really easy and effective to shift a lot and clear a lot of unresolved inner conflicts that don't let us get off the topic, right? When we are really triggered, nothing seems to make it go away. Mm -hmm. We are like occupied trying to find a solution for that one thing. And so it's um, just really, there's a few uh, points, a karate chop point on the side of the hand, then the uh, eyebrow point on the inner eye, on the outside of the eye, the where you feel a bone, you tap gently there, underneath the eye, on the bone there, underneath the nose, underneath the lower lip, on the collarbone, on the side of your... Bra strap? Um, yes, where the yeah. bra strap is for women, and gently on top of your head where the crown chakra is, while making statements opening up with how you really feel. Mm-hmm. And I think the um, most challenging in the beginning, and that's why it's in the beginning helpful to have um, somebody to hold the space, a facilitator, is to really hone in how do I actually really feel about this? Because we all suppressed our emotions for so long that we don't even know, why do I feel so bad? And it's difficult to clear something when we cannot really pinpoint it. And so then to really learn to show up for myself, no longer making myself wrong and saying I shouldn't feel this way, 
really yeah. honoring it and owning it, but not staying there and letting that speak. And I feel like it's kind of like an onion process. Like mm -hmm. you just, you keep going through it over and mm -hmm. over and over again on each topic. Mm -hmm. And then the layers start coming off Yes, and you start having breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. And so I started talking about my, what I thought was my anger around my early childhood sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. And we started tapping through that and okay, I felt a little bit better. But then we started talking about my mom mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how much rage I felt for her. Mm -hmm. Rage just, so for me, because I grew up in a household that was so full of rage, yes. I always shut that down my whole life. That's what I realized in this first session it was so profound I actually remember calling my producer jessica after mm -hmm. and going oh my god you're not gonna believe it and like with word di diarrhea and like all over her like blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> i just figured out all of this stuff right. but one of the biggest takeaways for me was that i had suppressed my anger for so long mm -hmm. and that i i had two modes depression or anxiety mm-hmm depression, anxiety, depression, anxiety. I would go back and forth between those two, but never anger. And what happened was in that fight with Evan, I experienced pure, like seeing red rage. Yes. And it wasn't even that Good something, it you. wasn't, but it wasn't even something to be that <laughs> right. mad about. It just something triggered it mm -hmm. in me and the rage went off. And I was just like, my marriage won't survive this if I don't take care of this issue. Mm -hmm. And so what I, I, I so we started talking about my mom and tapping through and sure enough I felt totally off kilter like I was gonna go into a psychosis almost I felt so scared and I remember having to stand up just mm -hmm. because I f literally felt like my whole body was just buzzing my whole head to toe my body was buzzing and I remember standing in the living room and you're just like just keep going through it and I, I kept breathing. repeating mm -hmm. after you what the what the you know what you were saying through the tapping process and then we did a meditation and yeah i walked away from that first session going wow i didn't realize how much anger i had inside of me and then another thing that um i walked away with in in those first couple of sessions was forgiveness mm -hmm. And Yay. I remember you saying to me, <laughs> forgiveness is the wise man's choice. Yes. And a gift we give ourselves. And a gift, a gift we give ourselves. Yes. And I, there was a few people in my life, specifically the person that abused me as a child, mm -hmm. that I just wasn't willing to forgive. And it's not, it's not like, because um, people are going to go, how could you forgive that? It's not like a forgive, like I forgive you move on it's like i'm choosing to let this go yes. so that way i can harness my own energy back mm -hmm. and you know and i remember thinking about his children and just wishing them nothing but like peace mm -hmm. and love and light and that's so hard for me to even say um, but i do that's all that right. i want for those girls right is peace and love and and because you're an absolutely compassionate, loving, <laughs> kind soul. So of course yeah. you wish that for them you know, and many others. And I don't, and I don't, 
I don't wish anything bad for him. He's just more neutral now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to kill you. And you don't ever have to <laughs> like him. Yeah. yeah, I don't like you. Right. I don't, but I don't want to kill you anymore. Right. And that, that is growth. And isn't that the freedom <laughs> that you deserve? Yes. And it doesn't mean you condone what he yeah. had done. It doesn't mean that you have to say when I forgive, it's now okay. It just really means what you said. You are finally getting your energy back that was still stuck in the past, in that traumatic experience where part of you got stuck. Yeah. And you need you, all of you, all of the beautiful parts of you for your life and for your future, right? Yeah. So it's a choice. I just think about how many people are living with that much. You know, like I've done so much work and really have healed a lot. And this, what I want to say about the difference, in, and I've talked about this before, of of different healing modalities. I think therapy is great. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy is where you can unpack, resort, and then put it back in the box. Yes. Right? Um, I think medication when needed is absolutely essential. I think that we should be looking at a more holistic approach though, like mind, body, and spirit, right? Right. So when we start healing the body with the foods that we eat and supplements that we take and regulating our nervous systems, maybe the medications that we once needed, we don't need anymore, you know? And And adjust our mental diet. Exactly. (laughs) And adjust our mental diet, which I think is in the more spiritual work and Mm -hmm. in the therapy work. So the therapy, you unpack. It was like I came to therapy with 20 plus bags of of, you know, when you're packing for the end of the trip, like you're about to go home and you just mm-hmm. shove all the mm-hmm. shit back in. You're just, you know, trying to stuff it all in and get to right. the airport. Right. That's kind of what I came to therapy with. And I pulled everything out and I maybe washed it a little yes. and refolded <laughs> it. And then I put it back in the bag. And then the spiritual work is dropping the bags. Yes. That's Realizing what the work you don't is. need them You don't anymore. need the bags. Right, right. That you don't really need anything. And this is the process of jesus of the buddha of any great spiritual teacher is that you don't need anything to brave this world except Mm -hmm. for yourself and your connection you know yes you need basics food water whatever um and the extra it's nice you know it doesn't mean we need to ban comforts and luxuries absolutely not it but no longer being really wrapped up in it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, no longer being attached. attached. And yes. one that's part of this growth process too is with the business and everything that that happened and and I felt so threatened by the the especially as a parent, the real the real reality especially I think because of my childhood which was so like my dad was homeless for 10 years. Mm. We were moving all of the time. I can't even count the amount of times I moved as a child. Often we couldn't afford basics like toilet paper in our right. household, right? So I get really triggered around finances and I have to really like check myself yes. often. Um but when all of this was happening and I looked over at Evan and I said, you know what? If we had to sell this house and mm-hmm. move into a tiny apartment with our kids and all of it went and I had to sell every single purse I had, would it suck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like as a human being, yes. yes. 
But would I be able to do it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And would I do it in a heartbeat? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. And that was huge for me to go like, you know what? We're going to be okay. And stuff comes and goes. Yeah. And even some people come and go. Relationships are falling into one of three categories. A reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah. And not oh, all people that. are here for a lifetime. That's a gem, Uta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little gems sprinkled into the conversation. I love yeah. that. A reason, a, a season, season, or a lifetime. lifetime. Yes, and it's ours to figure out in which categories those fall into, mm. right? And yeah. then to lovingly bless them when they come to an end and they serve their purpose, right? Yeah. Yes. I think that's... Or honoring the ones that are preciously staying with us longer yeah exactly my husband and i often talk about spirituality and we talk about like the bad things that happen to us like especially as children we're so innocent Mm -hmm. and you know the question comes up for so many people like if there is a god then would this really be happening Mm -hmm. and and you know he lost his mom when he was 14 and it's hard because it's like that was that was a season, not right. a lifetime. Right. You know? Right. And so coming into a place of acceptance in those moments is really hard. And I yes. think that with the degree of trauma that I experienced, I often went back and forth of like, if there was anything controlling all of this, you know, like, so I think you're really good at explaining because you explained it to me. Just like why those things happen. Like, you know, if, if there is a God, someone would say, not me anymore. Well, if I, there call is a God, source, I call it source. source. If there is source, energy, love, universe, God, whatever anybody wants to call it is mm-hmm. totally fine with me. Mm-hmm. Then why would I be being so horrendously sexually abused at four? And why did my mom's or my husband's mom commit suicide when he was 14? And, you know, all of the traumas that happen in the world. Well, from a personality, from an ego place, it's really hard to find an answer for these yeah. questions. So I think it's really important to, I call it climbing up the mountain to get a broader view, like mm. most masters are inviting us to do. Yeah, here's another gem, you guys. Wait for it. This is a good one. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Your mountain. Yeah, climbing up yeah. the mountain, right? It's broadening the view on what's happening. And I really do believe that we are on an eternal journey, that Mm -hmm. we have these absolutely magnificent souls that are so precious they would not just, after one round, kind of like perish and go away. So this is my personal belief. And plus, over 25 years of having people come to me for healing work, for Reiki, energy sessions, most of us have our loved ones that are no longer with us around. And so they show up in those sessions and I see them. So it would be silly for me to think this was all an illusion every time over these Hmm. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sessions that I gave. Um, And when we look at it from that standpoint, I also don't believe that there is anybody assigning us things and punishing us for something. I think we, on our own soul level, when we are in pure positive spirit, 
we pick a certain topic as dynamic, something that we want to understand more fully, more deeply, and then off we go. We get in a body and we get we travel in soul groups. And so we go into these families that have very similar patterns or a really good jumping off place for us to learn it what the soul wants to learn and would we consciously now say I would ever sign up for sexual abuse or I would sign up for a father that saw me the first time and didn't care about me no but from that place we understand that it's not about the other people it's about I am understanding another aspect of myself if I choose to And if I would come into the perfect environment and everything was a rose garden and Mm -hmm. I had the golden spoon and I was a princess and later the queen of my castle, I wouldn't grow. I wouldn't change anything. Nothing would ever change or move. So we didn't come here for that. I really believe planet Earth is that planet for learning for expansion for growing Mm. and there is perfection cannot be reached perfection is endedness when you're at the bottom of the mountain everything seems really big yes when you've climbed to the top of the mountain and you see a tiny little bubble what you thought before was Mm -hmm. this big boulder and then you also see all these other options and opportunities Oftentimes people ask me like, if you could go back, would you change anything? Would you want to have like a different experience? And while no, I wouldn't want to be, you know, so horribly sexually abused at four, you know, five, six, seven years old, I wouldn't have wanted to be raped at 16. I wouldn't want these horrendous things. I wouldn't. I don't think I would trade it. I wouldn't trade my experience. Like where I'm at right now in this moment, which is the only moment that there is, the moment that we're experiencing right now, Mm -hmm. if I think about how I feel overall and where I'm at in life, even though there's so much uncertainty, but how I feel inside, if it meant that I had to trade this for a perfect life, the answer would be no. Same here. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. That peacefulness, that contentment that I have now as my everyday set point is priceless. (laughs) (laughs) I would say the drama stops with me. The buck stops here. Yeah. And you no longer need to participate in the drama because you know you have tools and choices. Yeah. That's when it gets good. Yeah. When we are no longer triggered continuously and we are up on the emotional roller coaster all day long, yeah. every day, right? And, and you choose when, when to get off. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a conscious choice mm-hmm. to say, I don't know how, but I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight with me. I don't want to wrestle with me. I want to make peace within me and then I can bring peace to the world. Yeah. And not fight first. Everybody else has a different opinion than I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is also something that's so profound about this work is that I can acknowledge that everybody is just where they're at and they might have different opinions about lots of different things and maybe on a different path and a different journey and a different experience altogether and that that's okay. Yes. You talk a lot about pain bodies mm-hmm. and generational 
trauma and yes. healing from that. And I just, I'd love it if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. My observation has been through my own, my own journey to heal and become more whole. And I'm not done, right? Mm -hmm. My life isn't perfect. Um, that we really are having these patterns. And it's um, almost logical to say, if I am in a family where my mother had certain issues that she will pass them on to me it's not because she needs somebody else to suffer with her it's something that we do unconsciously, unconsciously. because really i don't believe anybody has a perfect parent but the way it is it's perfect if you understand what i'm saying mm -hmm. we don't have enlightened masters as parents and this earth here is not set up for that yeah. we come here to learn and grow on our own Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we choose the people, even if we want to play the role of a victim from that soul level before we chose it, we chose to say, let's see how that feels like. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's simplified, but you yeah. know, I really believe that this is how it is. How can we ever empower ourselves to make a change if we don't want to take responsibility for everything that happened to us? Yeah. Right? So the pain bodies, since I read energy, I really know that any imbalance in the body is really caused by suppressed emotions. And that's why I know that anything can be healed in the body once we address the emotions. Yeah. And I have seen it over and over and over in small things in myself and then with clients, I was able to hold the space for even serious enough things like liver cancer. You know, the reason why somebody manifests something as serious as that is usually based in a feeling of powerlessness mm -hmm. in one area or another. So the key is then to see what is that thing? What is that one relationship, that one person? And so once you get that point and you understand it, and then to also say, yes, I have tremendous resentment. I have anger. I have rage. And I felt powerless over whatever happened to me to then say, I now help you create that space where it's safe, where you show up for you. You no longer make yourself wrong. You say you had every right to feel every one of those emotions. It doesn't mean that if you're angry or raged, that you're less spiritual. It's just part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. So don't judge it. Don't shove it down. It's safe. Just give it some room yeah. and let it speak. Process it out. Maybe write a long letter to that person who treated you so terrible. Mm. Or we do a couple rounds of tapping. And once you really process it, it starts to dissipate. And the organ knows what to do and recover. Yes. Yeah. It There's really an amazing does. book about this, you guys, by Dr. Gabor Mate. And it's called When the Body Says No. Mm -hmm. And it's all about uh, MS and how his studies with MS and how it's really about your body saying no to you continuing to suppress. Right. Yeah. And not process. 
yeah. what's going on and through trauma and things like that. So it's a great book if you ever yeah, want to pick it or up. The one by Dr. Sarno, I believe, is mm. his name, The Healing yeah, Back, the back Pain. Yeah, my husband I had that. rage with my mother. Yeah. And so she came to a visit to stay with us for three months. We invited her the day before she arrived. I moved some furniture. We get ready for the visit, right? And of course, it wasn't the furniture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just used it as a reason to yes. activate that. I was in so much pain for yes. months. And so... After she left, I got into this book and I read it. And once I acknowledged that, yes, I do have rage, I'm enraged to be continuously judged for mm -hmm. my choices, how I raised my child, for my dysfunctional marriage I was still in, all these things which I felt was oozing. And that was done to her, right? The yes. judgment. So mm -hmm. that's she didn't like it, but she couldn't help it, right? How do we get out of it if that's all we know to do, right? We are triggered mm -hmm. and we think our way is better than the other person's way and we want to tell the person, if you do this, yes. it's all going to be better. Yeah. yeah, so I was really able to, in an hour, fix my back problem where I would barely I was barely able to walk mm. for months after I, I stood up and I said it out loud and I said I own my rage mm -hmm. I no longer suppress it or say this couldn't be I don't want to lash out but I told my body I got the message I'm yeah. done here yeah you can knock it off stop yes. it and within an hour I started doing yoga yeah. I was able to do a downward facing dog and no problem. Yeah. Anybody else would have said, oh my God, what are you doing? Baby, you're back. They tried to tell me you will have to live with that. Yeah. So I know, I know that everything is temporary and anything can be fixed. It just means, am I ready for the change? Yeah. And that's what I really feel with like my depression lessening. Like obviously I started the transcranial magnetic simulation mm -hmm. and I feel like, yes, there's absolutely things that can help us yes. on another level and you can be drawn to those things and they can be really helpful. But I felt a significant depression, uh, relief in my depression and anxiety when I started working with you mm -hmm. and acknowledging my feelings because there was so much pent up there that yes. was not processed grief about not being able to have another child grief about all my sexual abuse grief about my relationship with my mother and where it currently is grief about yes. where my relationship was with my sisters grief about all of these things that was still really there that I just it wasn't that I wanted to pretend that they it wasn't there it was just I was so stressed out in so many areas of my life I was just like I don't even have time to go there right and so I suppressed it and that's well, analyzing the, it yeah. anymore doesn't really help, help either, either right exactly so it was acknowledging i have these feelings and it's okay to have these feelings and this is where i'm at right now mm -hmm. and it's temporary and it's okay yes and that was huge 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 for me and so what i want people to take away from this is is you know you hear i mean I often recommend the book, The Power of Now and mm -hmm. practicing being present and mindfulness and all of that stuff. But if I could just tell anybody um, 
if anybody has a takeaway from this, it's like, if you can see Utah, see Utah, please. Um, oh, and we'll you. do your plugs at the end where people can connect with you. But um, if you can see someone for Reiki and do all this energy work, mm-hmm. it is huge and transformational. And, um, and meditation, daily meditation is absolutely huge. Yes. Because these things tend to present themselves. Like if you're going into meditation and you're feeling so anxious that you can't be in, mm-hmm. in meditation, this is where the tapping comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe I don't need meditation right mm-hmm. now. I need to do a tapping session on how anxious I am. Yes. And get in tune with my body and then try it again in another time. Yes. One thing that I really love that you've always told me, because I've called you in total crises before, and you always talk about ease, like mm-hmm. making your life easier. Mm-hmm. I often want to overcomplicate and overanalyze my life. Mm-hmm. And there is only one truth and that truth is that the only moment that exists is right now yes and you have two choices fear or love Mm -hmm. and you can love yourself Mm -hmm. or you can continue to traumatize yourself Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) and loving yourself is easy yes give yourself a hug yes say it's okay yes i remember i called you right before i was about to record a podcast episode and i got in a huge another huge fight with evan this is so unlike us and um I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't come calm down right now and blah, blah, blah. And you said this, the simplest thing. And it's something that I would say to my daughter. And this is how we have to treat ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and this is reparenting work. And I need to do an entire episode on reparenting, <laughs> but it's, Hey, sadness, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that you're here right now. Yes. I'm going to put you aside for right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to come back to you later. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's that simple. You guys. Yes. Yes. It's like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a hug and say, you know, I feel this and it's okay that you feel this. Yes. And it will be all right. It will be all right. Yes. It's that simple. Showing up for you, how you really yes. feel. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. This was just oh, so amazing. It was um, such an honor to be here, Alexis. Remind me of your website again. It is utecoaches.com. So okay. it's U T E C O A C H E S.com. Nice. My first name and what I do. Yes, perfect. <laughs> and if anybody's inspired, they can find more information there how to get in touch with me by email mm-hmm. or phone number or just look up some more about me. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and we will link that in the um, show notes for this episode. So you guys can just click it and go directly to her website. Thank you so much for coming on. And as always, please, you guys like, rate, um, review, subscribe, share this episode. Um, I really appreciate it. Mm, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Alexis. It is time for this week's affirmation. I give myself space to grow and learn. I'm going to encourage you guys this week to spend just three minutes a day, even if it's just three minutes, to get quiet, go within, and listen to your inner intuition and guidance. And I hope you have a great week. And so it is. If you guys liked this episode, do me a solid. Head over to the podcast app and make sure that you are subscribed to Recovering From Reality. Not just subscribed, but give me five stars if you really liked it. Comment 
make a review. I really appreciate it. And if you're listening on your phone, you could even screenshot a picture of you listening and tag me up on Instagram and I'll do my best to share it within the community. So thanks for listening, you guys. And I hope you loved this episode.